Welcome, and thank you for tuning in. I appreciate this opportunity to share and teach Synergy Wellness. This practice that I designed is how I completely changed my life for the better. My hope and my goal is to leave you with what I call golden nuggets of wisdom. Wisdom that you can utilize and implement into your life today and see results immediately. So let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to Wellness Wisdom. Today I wanna discuss something sad, but don't worry, it gets happy in the end. Seasonal affective disorder is also known as SAD. And if you think that you have seasonal affective disorder, you are most likely wrong. And I'm not trying to start an argument. On the contrary, I'm trying to share long lost education and wisdom about the reason for the winter season's blues that many people experience. By the end of this recording, you will see what I mean. I will explain why you believe you have SAD and how you can overcome the struggles associated with changing temperatures, harsher weather, shorter days, and longer nights. I would like to challenge you to consider my holistic concept and to practice the revolutionary and lasting healing strategies that I offer at the end of this recording. I'll begin with what many people already know about the conventional beliefs surrounding SAD. Seasonal affective disorder is part of major depression. In order to be correctly diagnosed with seasonal affective disorder, you must have both major depression and a winter pattern of depression. This article is specific to those who experience only the winter pattern of SAD. Newsflash number one. The medical and mental health industries widely focus on the idea of disease. They cannot survive as a business otherwise. Society is conditioned to believe that mood and behavioral changes associated with the natural transitions and cycles of nature are an illness. Sadly, pun intended, many people have swallowed that sickness theory, just like all of the other pills we've been conditioned to swallow. Our fast-paced lifestyles beg for quick fixes and magic pills. Counseling doesn't produce results swiftly enough. Medications often have negative consequences. The pharmaceutical industry tells us that medication will help us, and sometimes that is true. However, often at the cost of our greater health and well-being. I have read articles about drug companies going so far as to invent a disease for a pill that they created, often by accident, in a laboratory experiment. There is no magic pill for this particular problem because it's not really a health problem. At the core of the sad experience is the reality that many of us are actually suffering from a loss of personal empowerment, from disconnection from nature, and from our own inner wisdom. Somewhere along the line, we traded our common sense for blind reliance on an industry that financially benefits from creating diseases and quote-unquote cures with harmful, sometimes deadly side effects. Fortunately, the real cure for SAD is safe, it's effective, and it's well within our means. Our modern cultural norms are such that society expects us to continually work, hustle overtime, produce more, accomplish unrealistic and unsustainable goals, and to push ourselves to the degree that we disconnect from our own innate ability for self-care and our human need for consciously connecting with the ever-changing cycles of the natural world. We get exhausted from ongoing physical and psychological stress. We go to the doctor for a pill, 
a surgery, or a remedy to alleviate the suffering, and we still continue doing the same very stressful daily activities that sent us to the doctor in the first place. We are rarely taught how to make healthy changes, both personally and organizationally. I recently spoke with a cancer patient who explained they felt elated when getting a stage four cancer diagnosis. This person said their first thought was, and I'm quoting, thank God I finally get a break from work. Winter gets a bad rap. Even the beaver who typically works 12 hours a day carefully stores food near their den to prepare for bad weather. While beavers don't hibernate in winter, they are less active and they are certainly spotted less frequently. Newsflash number two. We don't always need to be accomplishing, achieving, and producing. Winter comes after the autumn harvest. Think about that. It's the appropriate time to relax and to savor the fruits of our labor. Nature dictates that we slow down, bundle up, gain a layer of body fat for warmth, and to rest more. It's the perfect time for releasing the stressors of seasons past, to journey inward, to nurture oneself, and for reconnecting with our souls. As a society, the vast majority of us are far removed from the power and the importance of a connection with the natural world. It's called nature deficit disorder. And the only remedy is, yep, you guessed it, being in nature. We simply don't pay attention to the necessity for nature's healing properties. We've gotten so that we view birds building their nests on light fixtures as a nuisance. Animals eating from our backyard gardens are considered pests. An angry beach vacationer recently posted on social media that the ocean was too loud and they couldn't hear their TV. We call the plant life around us weeds, and then we poison the earth to eliminate this weed, which may in fact actually be medicine, such as dandelions, thistles, and onion grass. Lots of people die as elders, never having experienced the sights, sounds, and smells of Mother Earth, never hearing the creaking of pine trees in the silence of a snowstorm, or the blackbird's wings swooshing across a crisp winter sky. Many people never get to hear the frost crackling as it melts during the solstice sunrise, nor the smell of rain, snow, tarweed, or chimney smoke on a cold night. Children and adults alike scarcely know the difference between natural and processed food. Some people even prefer processed food over freshly picked veggies because fresh produce is too much work. I like to take the word sad and sandwich it between two happy faces because what is known as seasonal affective disorder, I like to call a seasonally aligned disposition. Newsflash number three. Humanity and nature must be seen as one. You may experience a seasonally aligned disposition if you have more energy in the summer, the season of warmer weather and longer days. Perhaps you're more cheerful in the springtime, the time of transition when the days begin to grow longer and the newly budding trees and the plant life is abundant. Maybe the autumn season has you wanting soup or other autumn harvest foods. You may feel the urge to wear sweaters even before the weather actually cools down. It's a natural transition for the season of hibernation. Each of these examples demonstrates how we naturally align with each season. I'm aware that it's likely each of us has a favorite season. However, what I'm explaining in this article is, number one, 
that winter has a healing purpose, and number two, what can be done to feel happier during the season of colder, shorter days, and longer nights. Winter is the coldest season because, plain and simple, the axis of the Earth in the hemisphere is being oriented away from the sun. So congratulations if you experience seasonally aligned disposition. It's an indication that you are connected with the rhythms of nature and the cycles of life. The reason you quote-unquote suffer is because you haven't given yourself permission to accept your wholeness. It's not your fault. Like many of us, we were duped into thinking that we should treat each season as if it has no purpose or meaning at all. It's easy to get influenced by society, social media, news channels, movies, TV, politics, traditions of families and culture. Shall I go on? Doesn't matter if it's good, bad, or indifferent. Let's focus now on the fact that you are amazing, you're unique, and you are valuable. You have an innate desire to have connection in a modern world based on disconnections. You have a greater sensitivity to the rhythms of the earth, and you are in sync with the cycles and seasons of your life. In fact, you are more in tune with nature than others. The world needs more people like you. The real problem, if you will, is simply that you haven't yet learned to embrace your uniqueness. You have yet to make the small adjustments necessary to enjoy winter for its intended natural healing purposes. Winter is the season for hibernating, not just for bears, skunks, bees, snakes, bats, and groundhogs, to name a few. Hibernation is based on changes in the weather. Additionally, much plant life goes into a state of dormancy as well. On a spiritual level, winter is a great time to journey inward, to meditate, pray, to be silent, to heal. It is a great time to journal, to write, read, and leisurely learn new things. It is the perfect time to observe nature and mimic its stillness. Humans, plants, and animals are equally affected by seasonal changes. Many of us feel more sleepy in the winter. Symptoms of seasonal affective disorder are having low energy, hypersomnia, overeating, craving carbs, and therefore gaining weight. Also, social withdrawal. Sounds a lot like hibernating to me. The very same symptoms are experienced with seasonally aligned disposition. The only difference is that one is viewed as an illness whereas I view it as a natural and healthy response to winter. And it's to be encouraged and embraced. It's more than okay. I believe it's crucial for optimal health and well-being. So now for some free holistic treatment options, as prescribed by White Fawn Wellness, we promote balance in all dimensions of our humanity, physiologically, psychologically, and spiritually. Some of the therapeutic treatments I might suggest that you try is going to bed early, or if you can take a power nap through the day, go for it. Go into bed as soon as you can after the sun sets, even if it's only 6 p.m. Sleep in on the weekends. Send your children to bed early with a book or two. Maybe take a 10 or 15 minute weekday nap, longer ones on the weekends. Everything in nature slows down during this cycle. Therefore, give yourself permission to do so as well. Decrease your household chores in the winter. That's how spring cleaning originally came to be. At least that's what I believe. 
Clear your calendar of excessive social activities. Choose wisely when and with whom and for how long you will socialize. Permit yourself to forego certain social obligations. When you're pressed for a reason as to why you can't go somewhere, simply say, I'm sad, wink, wink. If you do accept an invitation, preface it by saying, I'll come, but I'll only be able to stay for two hours or one hour or however long you choose. Give yourself that time frame in which to enjoy socialization and also not overdo it as we are in the winter season. Curl up with a blanket and some lighthearted therapeutic reading, comedy, or movies. Consider taking a longer, perhaps tropical vacation in the winters and explore shorter and more frequent day or weekend trips during the warmer months. Bundle up and walk outside. Put your gym membership on freeze for the winter months or just go less often. It's okay. Maybe take a multivitamin. Fresher fruits are not in season as much. Drink lots of water or herbal tea. Enjoy a cup of cocoa. You can use this time to reconnect with your inner wisdom of common sense and soulful connections. Use this time to call an old friend or have meaningful conversations. Moisturize your feet, get a massage, make soup, order takeout, accomplish less. Nourish your soul any way that is right for you. And mostly, please, I urge you, stop feeling guilty. It's okay to explore your unique experiences and your personal expressions of accepting and embracing winter. It makes intuitive sense to do what nature intends for us in the winter. I hereby give you permission to sleep more this winter, gain a few pounds, let the dust settle on the furniture, read books, draw, paint, journal, make that phone call to that friend in another city, state, or country, and tell people, sorry, but no, I'm unable to commit to that event. Thanks for the invite. Please embrace winter and enjoy doing things differently. Take comfort in knowing that spring will be here in three months or less. And mostly, my friends, be gentle with yourself. And remember, for everything, there is a season. Be well, and I'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening in. Thank you again for tuning in. I am available by email, Sharon at whitefawnwellness.com. And you could also go visit my Facebook page, White Fawn Wellness. Have a great day.